Hey there, humanoids. This is David Shoemaker here with a very exciting announcement. Your favorite wrestling podcast feed, The Ringer Wrestling Show, is now going daily. And you can hang out with me and Kaz on Mondays and Thursdays for The Masked Man Show. And you can join me, Peter Rosenberg, alongside stack guy Greg and Dip, every Tuesday with Cheap Heat. And on Fridays, I'll welcome a friend or special guest from the world of wrestling. And on Wednesdays, we have a very special new show called Wednesday Worldwide that you're going to want to check out. Pay-per-view reaction, one-of-a-kind interviews, fantasy booking, talking about bagels. That's what we do here on the Ringer Wrestling Show. Follow the show now on Spotify and do us a favor. Give us five stars. And do us another favor and uh, stay mage. What is, what is your five-step plan for solving the how-do-you-get-them snaps? issue does this turn into like a load a- management take AI. where <laughs> chat I'm sorry chat, Can you give me a chat gpt is that what it's called pass gpt snap gpt just we we get the quarterback cooking in the, we, in the qb room we get anthony richardson like an oculus yeah is that what you're advocating Hello and welcome to the Island Super Bowl Week edition. This is the last island of the 2022 uh, NFL season, which means that we've got Kevin Hart, the one and only. Why does that mean that? Am I shutting it down? Yeah, you're shutting it down. Once, the once island my, will never once, be the same. Once my take is out, actually, Bill's you know, going to just know, shut it down. You want to actually know what I meant by that? I meant that it was special and that you're a great guest and we well, wanted to true. go out with a bang. That's true. I was trying to pay you a compliment. Thank you. You had to make it difficult. You as, also have as, chosen to, as to, is custom. to um, uproot our format. Every other guest, an entire season's worth of episodes, just like does it in the normal way. And Kevin says, I'm just going to drop it. I'm dropping it hottest take style. Well, I, We're I'm just doing a go. crossover episode with the hottest take. Oh, and I'm just going to let you. Another, let, another thing that I was not informed it. of, nor yeah, were any of our uh, wonderful uh, producers. Well, I just made that up on the spot. Um, and so. Shocking. No, yeah. No, I, I think that there's. Uh, is Sorry, is this a take? I'm not going to unveil it yet. Okay. Well, I, there were a lot of candidates last night. I just want to go through them really quickly. So the first one uh, that I'm not going to do is the parenting is easy. Because a lot of people when asked me about this, I've been privately floating the parenting is easy. And then Danny Kelly told me I would get death threats if that was an actual take of mine. So, so I'm not going to do on, that here on the on. island. When Kevin says he's been privately floating this, he means that he hasn't done it on a podcast except for when he did do it on a podcast. Well, I did it halfway. Right. Uh, but has Couch instead shift. been walking around Phoenix, Arizona, telling everyone he runs into, at least as far as I can can glean by your actions, that parenting is easy. Easier than I thought. And it's just feed him and change him and he's good. So problem solved. So, okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not a we parent. We can move off this. Um, but how do you know if he needs to be fed or changed or oh, that's what? That's like- amazing thing. That's the amazing thing, right? The baby puts his hands in his mouth when he's hungry and... It appears to be God, some sort so of smart. there's some sort of kicking system uh, when he needs to be changed. It's like Morse code. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, dude, he is he is sharp as attack. Babies are unbelievable. Chip off the old block. Um, All right, so that one that one was mixed me. so that we don't. And get then last night Kevin we were canceled. doing the media night thing, and I was talking about how the Super Bowl is a totally different beast, and it has all, has very little in common with like an actual football game because of just the week and, and you know, the practices are all disrupted and you're at a different facility. And I, I kind of was, was joking about it. And Roger, uh, correctly, Roger Sherman, Roger Sherman uh, Roger summarized Goodell. my take as it sounds like you say the Super Bowl shouldn't count. And, uh, 
I'll, I'll let him own that one. I don't think he th- can I- own that one. And also, we have already appointed Steven Ruiz as the uh, team. Team uh, wins, not a team stat. Well, and also the grandmaster of getting to desi- decide if certain games don't count. Yes, he gets six per year. As far as I know, he hasn't applied one of his six to the Super Bowl. I also think he's already used all of them, so he's fresh out. He probably used them all in week one. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, so that's out. That, so here, here's actually the thing, and it's actually a, a football take, uh, not a parenting oh. take, not a not a big broad take about the Super Bowl and practicing on, on college fields and how distracting that must be. Um, based on the two quarterbacks, and I feel like the conversation – has shifted because we don't even remember when these guys were drafted, even though Howie Rosen was asked quite a bit about it last night at media night. I think it shows you, and these teams don't even do it enough, but it shows you a team should draft a quarterback every single year. Every (laughs) single year. Think of the island like a record, spinning on a turntable. Only now, that record is skipping. Because in both cases the Chiefs and the Eagles were not expected to take quarterbacks. And I don't want to say they're totally different situations. Alex yeah. Smith, I believe the year before Mahomes was traded, or Mahomes was drafted and they traded up for him, uh, Alex Smith led the NFL in deep passing. Andy yeah. Reid created Alex Smith into a monster, into a Reid monster, an Andy monster, and then was like, actually, let's do, let's get a better guy. And a lot of that scouting and Brett Veach, the GM, said that, you know, they, basically Mahomes was the best player I'd ever seen. Like they, they fell in love with him, but they also knew the advanced planning of it. And then the year, uh, the, his rookie year, they knew how good he was, but they, they let him sit and kind of the Kansas City model we all joke about. But that means Mike Kafka was basically his personal coach. Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid were actually, and Matt Nagy were running the offense, all that stuff. Um, that, I think, is an easier said than done model. But what's not easier said than done, what's really easy to do, is to create a quarterback pipeline. With Philadelphia, uh, Jeffrey Lurie, I did a piece a couple years ago about why why the Eagles were able to build that team in 2017. And Jeffrey Lurie said that, talking about Nick Foles, he said, we don't even call it the backup quarterback, we call it the second quarterback right. because it's just a, it's a, it's a you know, conveyor belt. You know, we, we know that at some point they're gonna He's play. He's gonna play. And for me, I just think about the lessons from these two quarterbacks and Carson Wentz was not, Carson Wentz was, nailed on at one point as a franchise player that became less clear over time but he took how he took a lot of heat for that pick at the time people thought that Wentz was on the upswing um, they thought he was settled and so I really do think that there's a a case to be made that teams should be much more liberal with just adding quarterbacks seeing how it goes getting them in the system I don't I just don't think there's enough now there's drawbacks to it number one being that if you look at practice rules, you basically can't give backup quarterbacks or third-string quarterbacks any meaningful snaps because of the way that that works out. But I also think that you know, let just get those guys in the building. Maybe there's some osmosis happening, and 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 things things go from there. I would make the second quarterback position, the third quarterback position, basically a revolving door based on what we've seen and 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 having actual draft capital devoted to that position. So when you say. Did you say draft a quarterback every year or oh, add yeah. a quarterback every no, year? No, draft. We're draft drafting one. one. Now, d- this, is a draft, this is a quarterback stimulus package, baby. <laughs> Finally, yeah. Joe Biden can rest easy. Yep, it's Jover. 
does this is there a point at which it doesn't count? Can you draft a quarterback in the seventh round and and yeah, still be doing this? Yeah, I mean, I, I actually like almost like what the Patriots were doing there for a while, where it was a lot of second, third, fourth round guys. I'd say I'd say I'd say fourth and above. Big, big Jared Stidham guy. I'm a huge Jared Stidham guy. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Ever heard of him? And NFC NFC champion Jimmy Garoppolo. Jacoby. Uh, yep, one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I think that. Belichick understands positional value, and there's a reason that even though they had Tom Brady, he was saying, hey, let's get a look at these guys. And then he uh, drafted Mac Jones in the first round. That did happen, too. So you're, so you're saying a real, not necessarily, a you know, not a first-round pick, not a second-round pick, yeah. but like a real draft Oh, no, investment. I'm fine with a first and second-round pick. Well, sure, 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 sure. But it doesn't have to be to qualify, right? I'd like, say top four picks. I'd say top four rounds. I'd say okay. top four rounds every single year. You should be doing it. And if you're not doing it, you should be asking yourself why. What are the possible answers to that question that are okay? You don't know ball is number one. Number two, I'd say. I don't think that's okay. Yeah, no, it's okay. Even you think about Kansas City, right? Should Kansas City spend a fourth round pick on a quarterback? Well, yes, they should. You think about the Packers with Brett Favre and those quarterback rooms and the depth they always had. And, you know, whether that's Mark Brunel Aaron Brooks, I think, was on a roster at one point. Matt Hasselbeck, obviously, famously. Jim Mc... Lake stage Jim McMahon. Doug Peterson, obviously. Um, and so uh, you think about that, like Bill Walsh understood that, always have a plan, a quarterback, and, and just keep going. You build depth there. And that was the one thing Howie Roseman said on Monday. was like, we just wanted depth at the quarterback position. And I think you kind of the draft and develop model, so much of the guys that has gotten broken over the past couple of years. I think that there was a awkward kind of five-year stretch where NFL teams didn't understand the spread, spread offense, and they just tried to draft pro-style guys. Famously, right. I've written this a million times, uh, Connor Cook was ahead of Dak Prescott on the Cowboys board because they just liked pro-style quarterbacks Rock more on, than spread. Jerry. Steven Jones said that. Steven Jones said that at a press conference, and I was like, does anyone else find this weird? And everyone was like, no. Okay. That was strange. Um, and so... For the record, I do think other people found it weird. I was, Listen, I was there. It was me and, like, 10 Cowboys reporters. Oh, you mean the people in the room. Okay. Yeah. All right. It was outside. We were in I'm Oxnard. I'm just saying general consensus we were in an Oxnard on... residence uh, Connor Cook greater than Dak Prescott is, you know, that's a little funky, funky fresh. Yeah. Um, but this was also, like, three years ago. But the jury was still out back then. Um, anyway, uh, there's... I, I do think that there so much of that, I, what I learned from that whole thing was that NFL teams didn't want to take on the responsibility of developing a quarterback. Right. They want to do it when it's a first round pick. But even that, it's like, eh, we'll put him out in the third week and see it how it goes. It would actually be better, be better if that really guy was just really hard. good already. It's really hard to develop a quarterback and get him in the system and give him snaps. We give him a personal coach, teach him how to watch film at an NFL level. Um, they want those problems solved before they get there. And all of them. They want a fully formed product 99% of the time. And, I mean, I, I, this is a weird thing to say, but like, because it's not, it's not what we're talking about, but Josh Allen, it took a village, man. It took yeah. a village yeah. to get Josh Allen up and running, and he was raw. And, again, this is not what we're talking about, but uh, a great example. If a quarterback rich team this year takes Anthony Richardson who many people are comping to Josh Allen yeah as far as raw skill as far as he had some he had some bad passes on tape last year but the the high end was very 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 high 
it's gonna it's gonna take a lot. It's gonna take resources, and it's almost better for a guy like that. You know, Brandon Bean told me one time they did not want to. They really didn't want to play Josh Allen in his first year, and they were lucky he survived. Yeah. It's Brandon Bean's words because they had a bad offensive line and all that stuff. The best place for a guy who needs a year to learn is a quarterback rich environment. Um, you know, I'm, I'm making that he's really Richardson's not going to go first overall, but it'd be great for him, you know, to, to be, uh, you know, sitting behind a guy who everyone knows where, where, where the starter is. Um, so it'll be interesting to see sort of where that goes, but I, I think teams need to get back to, and I feel like this was more common in the eighties and nineties teams need to get back to developing quarterbacks in a meaningful way because the upside is so huge and you can, you can trade a guy. Um, you know, that's happened. So, I mean, you think about RG3 and, and Kirk Cousins and sort of the, the turns that those guys took when they drafted two quarterbacks at once. Um, Steve Walsh and Troy Aikman, Jimmy Johnson took both of them, basically told Steve Walsh, like, hey, man, I know I know we probably shouldn't take you, but if you, worst case scenario is we just trade you. Um, that stuff. Brady, you could sort of make this argument for. Absolutely. At Tom Brady. Ever heard of him? And so I, I, I feel like it would be a good... Uh, a good way to get teams more involved in the quarterback development system. We're, we're, we're bringing quarterbacks back. Wow. Finally, somebody had to do it. How do you, what is, what is your five-step plan for solving the, how do you get them snaps issue? Does this turn into like a load a- management take? AI. Where- <laughs> Chat, I'm sorry. Chat, Can you give me a second? Chat GPT. Is that what it's called? Pass GPT. Snap GPT. Just, we, we get the quarterback cooking in the, we, in the QB room. We get Anthony Richardson like an Oculus. Yeah. Is that what you're advocating? So I actually, um, there's actually a funny story here. So the um, uh-huh, a couple of years ago, they tried to do VR with quarterbacks. And this is actually part of the, Part of the impetus for it was that a Mason Rudolph couldn't see what it was like to run first team offense all the time because Ben Roethlisberger was doing it. So what do you do? You put, and then literally this is the Steelers were the example I used in, in, when talking to people. So you put the camera on Big Ben and then you show Mason Rudolph like this is how Le'Veon Bell breaks out of the backfield, all that stuff. And the problem seriously was that the camera was just so shaky the people were really kind of getting motion sickness while watching it. So it really right. became impossible. Um, a- AI fixes, AI fixes it. Well, Augmented also, reality. What about some drama the metaverse, mean? the metaverse and drama. No, I also think you just can't focus. It's not just motion sickness. Right. Yeah. Right. It's also just like, you can't big Ben is just like moving his head around and there's nothing you can do about it. This is electric. Football fans, FanDuel has the perfect way for everyone to get in on the Super Bowl 57 action with a no-sweat same-game parlay. That means everyone gets bonus bets back if your Super Bowl same-game parlay doesn't hit. It doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account. Same-game parlays let you combine all your favorite bets for a chance at a bigger payday. So start building your own or just bet a popular same-game parlay already made for you in America's number one sports book. I would take Jalen Hurts over 50 rushing yards, a Jarek McKinnon anytime touchdown, and Devontae Smith over 60 receiving yards. That's plus 816. And if you're new to FanDuel, sign up with promo code RINGERNFL when you download the app. Either way, you'll get bonus bets back if your no-sweat same-game parlay doesn't hit. 
Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus in select states, three plus legs, minimum $1 bet required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets, which expire seven days after receipt. Max bonus $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, or Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 in Arizona. Call 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. Call 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Louisiana. Visit www.mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369 in New York. 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. All right. So uh, it's Super Bowl week. Let's talk about the Super Bowl a little bit. And how this applies to these teams. I think that the Eagles are like the primary example, right? And clearly they're a very forward thinking organization that has kind of embraced this. They're on the island with you. Kansas City is an interesting one because they have the best quarterback on on planet Earth. And I think that lends itself to sort of thinking like, okay, we're good here. And bless his soul, we did see Chad Henney take some take some snaps recently. Should they do this? Should the Chiefs draft another quarterback? Yes. Like, what's your Chad Henney succession plan? That's number one. Number two is you are good at developing quarterbacks. Right. If you're Kansas City. So what if you took a fourth round pick, developed him in the way you know how, make the assistant quarterbacks coach's personal coach, all that stuff, and then – in three years, you get a low first round, high second round pick for him because he played three games. Um, Mahomes has been banged up at times. Maybe it'd be better if he had a young right. dynamic I mean, that's guy. That's more compelling who, who to could, me than like who could, arbitrage. Who could come in 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 for, for two weeks a year and look really good. Um, remember, I mean, he's a free agent, but like, for God's sakes, Matt Flynn got a lot of money because he played one week 17 game. Like, you can really impress other teams this is important this is an important note other teams are very stupid a lot of teams are very stupid and and you can scam them at the quarterback position quite easily we've seen a lot of scammers at the quarterback position teams and players who've just scammed teams into giving them picks and money and you have to remember that developing a quarterback and saying "Ooh, look at look at this look at this little puppy uh, that can be valuable. So if you're Kansas City, yes, like there are a multitude of reasons to draft a quarterback in the fourth round all the time. Because backup quarterbacks are the new Bitcoin? Yeah, except they hold their value. Well, but if it's a scam, they only hold their value until they go somewhere else. But it doesn't matter for Kansas City, I take your point. It, is, is the outcome of this that only the teams with the good quarterbacks coaches can, can make it work? Yeah, but there, I mean, there's a chicken and egg thing, right? Like, the 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 teams with the good coaches that only get, are going to make everything work. Yeah, you, you know, like I, I, if you have bad coaches, you're just you're just going to flop at everything. So you're going to flop with this too. So go home now. Yeah, no, really. I mean, like, I, I the I, I think it's actually two different things. You draft a quarterback 
if you're a bad team every year because you want to strike gold eventually. It's like it's like mining, you know, literally mining, like or like looking for oil, you know, uh, Daniel Plainview situation. You're just kind of going around, going around the country. But then I think it's easier for good teams to draft a a, a average college quarterback and develop him. I think you're just playing the volume numbers game if you're a bad team. If you're the Giants and you just draft a quarterback every single year, eventually you're going to hit on one. You're going to hit on a Jimmy Garoppolo type. You're going to hit on, like a, as you mentioned, you're going a, to hit on a, a Jimmy Jacoby Garoppolo Brissett who, who could play, you know, who, okay. who could play for you. That, that, stuff, that stuff matters. So it's opposite ends of the spectrum. If you don't know what you're doing, you just keep drafting quarterbacks for volume and hoping you get a culture changer. Uh, if you do know what you're doing, you take a guy and you develop him. Um, and so, I don't, I don't think there's any downside for any sort of uh, profile of a team. Like any, any team could benefit from this. If you, if you are the Giants, let's say you give Daniel Jones a short-term contract at 35. What do you do in the draft? 35 million dollars. Yeah. A year. Yeah. In American dollars. American dollars. Wait. You, sorry, do you think they're getting him for significantly less than that? I I don't know. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't re-sign Daniel Jones for $35 million a year. I've seen, I've seen, listen, I've seen the numbers. I saw that report a couple weeks ago that it's gonna be north of 30. I wouldn't do it. I, I think you it. I think you can find a Daniel Jones. It depends Jones. how many years it is, I but I would if, do it. I think you can find a Daniel Jones in the quite in quite a few places. I don't disagree with that, which is why I think it has to be short term. You know where else you could find a Daniel Jones? In the draft. In the fourth in round the first every single year. Not every not every fourth round pick will become Daniel Jones, but enough would. But there's a there's a time value of money thing here, right? Like he's there, he knows what he's doing, they like him. In the real world, that matters. I also think in the well, real world, he's there. Close... He's there is a qualification. Yes. Yes. Seinfeld there. Yes, Why are people is. watching it? Because it's on TV. Sorry, like that. Are, are you are you here to tell me this is the real island that like inertia and preference for the status quo is not a decision making factor in the National Football League? Oh, I know. I thought that they were. I thought Joe Shane and Dable were were more forward thinking than that. I think they will look for other opportunities, and I hope they turn over every stone that's there. I think that's the right thing to do, but they're going to, he's going to stay there. And $35 million a year for more than $30 million a year. Two people at the, the, the senior bowl last week talking about 40. Like, was it Daniel Jones? <laughs> Why would he be at the senior bowl? Uh, he, <laughs> that senior smart, bowl though. is where uh, Dave Gettleman fell in love with him. Remember? Well, yeah, but that Famously. was, th- but that was when he was participating. Yeah. But that was Just like back that was his high watermark. Wouldn't you want to be there? <laughs> Daniel Jones is going to be the New York Giants quarterback for the next couple of years, and it's going to cost the New York Giants upwards of thirty million dollars. What a is year. the franchise tag value for a quarterback now? Is it forty? It's 40? like no, no. For him, it would be lower. Um, it's also mid thirties, but if, then they can't use it on Saquon. Oh God, we wouldn't want that. Um, you know what? The. Uh, the the other thing is is that you would want kind of like a, a extra year of flexibility with the cap. You can make it unguaranteed. I mean, like, where else is Dan Jones getting thirty five million dollars? Well, right. What would he, What do you think he would get on the open market? I actually think he would get more than thirty million dollars here. 
It's a little tricky because there's so, like, it's such an interesting quarterback market because there's so many names and none of them are very good. Is this an Aaron Rodgers take? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see what happens when he emerges from the darkness. He was on McAfee like an hour ago. Well, he's, but you know, he's going into the darkness, right? He's going into a, a darkness retreat for four days. And then once he comes out of that, after seeing no light for, I can't do 24 times four on, on air right now, mm -hmm. but um, that many hours, he's going to make his decision. Wow. Darkness retreat. I've seen some. I've seen some I've things. Seen, I've seen some seasons that were, that were darkness retreats in the NFL. Um, I don't think that's going to help them, the darkness retreat. Uh, nor do I. Just go to sleep with an eye mask, like the yeah, rest of us. Like the rest of us. Lunia makes a great one. I don't. I, a friend of mine just recommended that, and I'm not. I'm gonna keep the main thing the main thing. I don't. I don't. What like, does that mean? What's I don't the need main like thing? earplugs and stuff, and like it's not earplugs. It's so, an no, eye mask. Someone told me it has a uh, headphones in it. No, you can get all sorts of things, but they just make a nice. It's it's thick. It's soft. It doesn't. It's not too heavy on the Let eye sockets. Amazon Basics cook is my take on that. All right. This has been the island. I'm right there with you, Kevin. I think I think this is a thing that teams should do. Um, Thanks, pal. Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, when he used to be good, I think is another success story of uh, they did in the draft and and free agency. But just take some swings. Big fan of taking swings at the quarterback position, and uh, I think the Giants should do it. Even though Daniel Jones is going to be their quarterback going forward at north of thirty million dollars a year. Good to see you, buddy. This has been the Island on the Ringer NFL show feed. I'm Nora Princiati. Thank you so much to Kevin Clark for joining us and to you for listening. Additional thanks to Isaiah Blakely for production on this episode and to Arjuna Ramgopal and Connor Nevins for additional production supervision. Uh, we will be back after the Super Bowl at some point and we'll keep you posted on what's to come. 